Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head up yes, here, man. we are man. here. Um, South Bay is definitely represented right now. Hey, man, representing Torrance and a whole host of other cities, we got none other than David Sebastian up in here hanging out, man. What's going on, bro? Yes, sir. What's up? It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. As you should, man. I I, I think um, first first and foremost, I mean, we, we've had some dialogue uh, prior to us doing this, but I just wanted to say your your style is very eclectic and it's very like it gives me a lot of Kanye energy like as far as your whole not even your music but your whole get down like I just want to know like is that intentional as far as you like have you always been an outlier your entire life or is that something that's come later I think I've always been in tune with myself Right. In the sense that, you know, back when I was going to Carson, for instance, like I would be wearing a full length fur coat like my grandmama's full length fur coat. And like I'd be painting on my shoes around the time Miss Skeen was out. Like I always expressed who I was visually. So, yeah, it's not this ain't this ain't created by a stylist. This is created by my own. Were you wearing the fur coat in July? <laughs> I would the p- niggas who know me around LA will tell you that back in the day they would see me like at the club the outside day clubs with like a full like polar bear on and when you when you got dressed that day yeah what was like was there any like paraphernalia or were you just like like nah I'm finna just what's there's a couple ways we could go with this first Comfort, uh, style over comfort, all the time. All, all, you, see, I'm the other way. I'm comfort over style. Well, I've I've grown more into that. Like, if you notice, I'm wearing all crushed velvet. So I feel, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fashion brand. I'm no, wearing, no, it's all crushed velvet. So it feels like I'm in a bag of lotion. Like I'm just in, in a bag of lotion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've never been in a bag of lotion. <laughs> I've never been high enough to even know <laughs> what, what, that, what that means. Like it. Like long story short, go home to your bed, right, and put a bunch of like get like five bottles of lotion and put it underneath your sheets and then go in your sheets. That's how I feel right now. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not extremely gonna... comfortable. Yeah. But back when I was like a little younger and shit, I used to just want to flex so bad. Like I think mm. when you're an adolescent, you just want to flex. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'd be like, I'm going to this party. I'm wearing the most expensive shit I got. I'm wearing three jackets. <laughs> Fuck that! It's 90 degrees outside. Wear the denim, the, the polar bear, and the meat. <laughs> In every chain I own. Facts. But did that come from from like? Over time, like you, you developed that style, or was that something that was always? In it was, you? it was innate. Gotcha. It was, it was innate. You know. Now, now, one thing I do like about your music, man. Shouts out to the project you got. We are God. Thank you. Um, you, you do a good job as far as introducing yourself and giving your life story in every single song. It feels like with most most artists, they'll take two or three minutes. You make sure that everything is in that particular song like I know a lot about you without even meeting you you right, know what I'm saying I know right. your, your mom's got menopause I know yeah, every right. single school you went to I know you, <laughs> you know about your mom's ovaries yeah, right. we know about your mom's ovaries bro but I'm saying it's 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 that detail and, and it may be a little personal but it's it's detailed enough when, and it feels like you, you're you giving everything that you possibly can in a particular track and right. it seems like it's intentional yeah it, I mean it is one is the way I've always looked at my music is 10,000 years from now, when humanity ceased to exist, right? If an extraterrestrial ancient race came down to Earth, right? And the only thing they found was my album. Mm. What would they learn about me? Mm. What would they learn about society at large? What would they learn about the culture of the time period? So, and another thing is, is my mentor from a lyrical standpoint, his name is Dwight. He always told me, you can't afford to waste one bar. 
every single bar has to be poignant. Mm. You know, it all it all has to mean something. So, you know, my experience is we are God, right? The philosophy is we are God, right? Yeah. So I am you, you are me, we are us, right? So me telling me about myself is really me telling you about you because we all technically are the same thing. Yeah, maybe our our our, our growing up might be different, but from the core, from a hum- humanistic standpoint, we're all very much alike. When you say we are God, you referencing human beings, you referencing black people. I'm I'm I'm, res- I'm referencing human. I'm I'm referencing the it, the collective consciousness, the this Wi-Fi network that we call the universe. You know, I so everything and everybody, everything, everybody matter. This sofa, everything is inside the mind of God. We are all God. Got you. Do you think that? So okay, and he said a good thing. Hold on, real quick. I just want to say something because it's very because people ask me this question a lot, right? So. If you look at the logo of We Are God, the G is lowercase. And people say, why why is it lowercase? Why isn't it capitalized? And let's say there is this this, this uh, creation called God, this omnipotent being that created everything. Do you believe that he would be so egoic to say, if you say my name, make sure it's a capital. Mm. I think that's some human shit that we created to put ego into God. Do you? Th- I, I don't think God sees color, genre, genre, genre. I think it's all encompassing. You know? I agree with you, but I believe God is a woman. And, and based on all of the shit that I've been taught through my whole life, based in Christianity, based on Catholicism, etc., it points to a woman. You know, worship me, tell everybody about me. You know, like <laughs> you going somewhere else. With it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I I just and, and 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 also God is you know has emotions and like you know I just feel like God will be a woman. That's my own personal. I know that ain't got nothing to do with you, but that's my own personal. Well, take I would on say it. the closest thing to God in a physical form would probably be a woman. Exactly, a woman can create her life, can create life, yeah. and, and all that stuff. So I see where you're going. Yeah. With that. Um, what he brought up though is a good point about you telling everybody about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt like when I was listening to your project too, I felt like okay, I was getting to know you on a deeper level obviously i didn't pick up on your mom's ovaries <laughs> but um when i was getting to know you and listening to the music i was like damn it seems like you have this overt and like energy to to tell the world about yourself like it almost like it's, it's almost like no one is listening to you and you keep trying to tell us mm-hmm. does that make sense or am i getting that right the energy it's like you. I keep trying to tell y'all this and that, like evil and um, like your your mind and different things like that. Like you were saying before we got on, how to uplift your consciousness. Well, peep this. I've been doing. I've been who I've been for a very very long time. This we are God philosophy is something that I've been talking about for years, maybe a decade at this point. The 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 FEMA camps, the decalcified pineal glands before what you're drinking, all this shit is stuff I've been saying for years. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why people are just now catching on to it is because consciousness is at a point where we can accept it mm-hmm. and understand it. But f- for a big part of my career, I was speaking fucking Chinese, you know. So <laughs> <Facts>. so <laughs> you know so at this point, um, t- 
Tupac has this reference, right, where he was like, you know, a black man go to the White House, he's banging on the door. I don't, I don't want to bastardize his, uh, his quote, but I'll just put it in my thing. So you say this, right, and they don't listen to you, and then you come back and you say it again, and they don't listen to you. By the tenth time, you like knocking, like, yo, let me motherfucking in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think my aggression comes from me constantly trying to wake people up and constantly trying to, trying to be that light, and people kind of not understanding it. But now I think we're ready. Uh, okay, so here's the bar that I was looking for. I think it's on Young Black Boy. Like the way your shit is set up, I don't know which is which, but I think it's on Young Black Boy. But you said uh, you scared to go to hell, but you already there. Yeah. And I, and then tor- towards the end of the song, you kind of reveal like I don't want to fuck it up, but the mind is say it, fear is the devil. Fe- fear is. So you, 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 you the, devil, it up. the devil is your fears. The devil is your fears, and your mindset is hell. Okay, bet. When I when I was listening to that shit, I had to run it back a couple of times because it resonated with me, right? Because right. I, it's similar in the way that I think. Right. As far as like when you die, you go to this abstract place or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you do you when you was putting that together? Is that something that is that a message that you've been trying to get out there for a long time too? So, I believe that the biggest lie that we've been told is fear and evil. I think there's only one operating force on this planet and that's love, right? And for the human ego needs some type of uh, opposition. We need some type, we need to create the devil figure in order for us to validate our existence. But the the, the fear controls, I think, look at the state of the world that we live in, right? Look at the coronavirus, right? Wherever that came from, whoever manufactured it, what is it doing? It's propagating fear. When you can institutionalize fear within the world, what can you do? You can control us. You can be easily manipulated. Fear, I could go on and on, but yes, the the devil is your fears and your mindset is hell. A lot of us are living in our own purgatory because we're being tormented by our own thoughts, our own inferiority complexes, our own... um, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I can't go here. I want to I want to follow my dreams, but I got to go to school cuz of this. Like we we we're we're so like I I feel so bad because it was a point in my time uh, in life where I was that way, right? But I broke out of that shell and I believe if if everyone gets the tools. See, the fucked up thing is is the way the system is created is to put us in this jail, mm-hmm. right? So from school, raise your hand. All right. Sit in line, stand in line. You can't do that. Don't draw on that wall. Don't do this. It's like it puts this box around who you are as a human. And before you know it, you grow up with all these subconscious. You grow up with the fears of your parents. That's probably the first fear you got. You like see that on, on a daily basis. On, That's the first thing you see. Don't touch that stove. You're going right. to burn. Don't jump off of that. Don't. That's crazy. You said I got a three-year-old. Now I'm I'm conscious of doing that. Yeah. And I say that, too. I, 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 I'll put limitations on him. But at yeah. the same time, I'm like, shit, what is that really doing for him down the line? So I'm, I'm really intentional when, when, that, Look, when that's going. I set my hand on fire a couple maybe a year and a half ago because I wanted to control my mind I wanted to because that shit sound wild I'm not gonna lie that shit sound crazy Johnny Knoxville shit let him continue because I I want to hear where you're going with it look so pain right it's perception from the brain from the brain Right. right it technically doesn't exist it's just a perceived feeling that you assume you'll get due to what you've been taught so fire is what hot so if you touch fire it's supposed to hurt you right 
but that's because you believe it. Nothing technically is real. We're all just a series of beliefs that we have uh, believed, essentially. So I wanted to set my hand on fire and turn off that button in my brain that says this is supposed to hurt. The thing that started that is I seen a kid, I was over like my auntie's house or something, and the stove was on, right? And I seen him touching the stove and shit, and it wasn't hurting him, and it was hot. And then his mama came out and said, yo, don't touch that, it's hot. He looked at it and started fucking crying. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Same thing, my, my girl was telling me, like, babies, infants can can uh, swim underwater. Like, she showed me a video of this, like, infant just swimming underwater, not breathing and shit. And I'm like, I think all these things, you can't breathe underwater. It's all taught to us. So, yeah. yeah. So, so how you long was your hand this... on fire before you realized, like, oh, this shit hurt? So, the thing is, this is crazy, and I would do it right now. I'll show you guys. No, 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 don't do it right now. My hand we ain't got no literally didn't hurt. The only reason why I stopped is because a bubble started growing on my skin, and I was like, I don't want to fuck up my like hand, like mm -hmm. in the long run. But I, it didn't hurt right. at all. How do you know which button to hit in your brain to turn that shit off? Like, why not just deactivate the whole system of pain? I, I think I am. I, that, that's my mission. My goal, and whoever's listening to this, you might think I'm crazy, but like one of my personal goals as a as a as a being is I want to fly before I die. I want to break the gravitational uh, this idea of gravity, and I want to fly. How, how does a bird? How does a bird fly? Learn how to fly? Do you know? By by jumping out and fucking itself. The, the mother the mother throws it, mm -hmm. kicks it out the nest, and then it falls, and it either flies or dies. Right, right. I don't want you to jump off that, David. You know what I'm saying? There will be a point where it'll make sense. No. <laughs> like, don't, don't do that. What I'm saying to you is <laughs> there are still things that are tangible goods in the, in, in the world. Is you, it? Yes. How do you know? Because evidence shows that. Yo, I love this because there's a lot of times he be saying shit. I yeah. say crazy. He says crazy shit, but now there's somebody to match <laughs> his energy. And not only that, question him when it comes to other shit. So I'm I'm enjoying this just for <laughs> I'm just saying from an audience. I'm just standpoint. telling the nigga not to jump you off. Ever watch, you ever watch the Truman show? Any yes. Hell yes. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies. I love of all that time, movie. right? So all I'm saying is this. You don't know what existed pre-you before you came to this earth, right? Correct. You've been given a history book that told you that these people existed, you were slaves, this, this is our history, this is how we came to marry, all this shit. You technically don't know anything. All you know is what you've read in books Correct. and been told by a teacher, right? I think the same way. Right, so what I'm saying is, if that's the truth, who's to say, I mean, we could go into so many different theories, but like, let's say the thing that made me do this is I thought oh shit you if, can actually see the bubble too my bad yeah 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 that's it's, wild it's real so if we're living in a simulation right if the Elon Musk has a theory right that in 1970 they had like Atari right and right now 20 or 30 years later we have uh you know Grand Theft Auto all these like surrealistic fucking games right and if within a 20 20 30 year span if we can grow that much technologically how do we not know that we're not already in the future created a simulation that we're living in that we just don't even know about mm -hmm. so if we are in a simulation and if this is a computer program remember in the matrix when he he jumped off the building he fell he said does it hurt his brain only perceives what he believes. So he only feels what he believes he feels. So 
I could go deeper down that rabbit hole, but I'm well. No, I want. I'm interested to know on your take on because I remember. Um, I forgot. I was talking to. Uh, I was listening to. You know who Shaka Bars is? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I was listening to Shaka Bars talk, and Shaka Bars was having a conversation based around how a- our ancestors would come over in the slave ships, and the reason why they started they the the Europeans the white people outlawed suicide was because our people didn't believe in death they just believed in transference of consciousness and then they created Christianity and so what they would do is jump off the ship and 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 die so that way they wouldn't live the rest of their life in slavery and captivity and then believe that they get reanimated into another species or another being later so the Europeans outlawed suicide and that's what we have today I, I, there's some things I want to say on that, but I don't want to say it because there's a lot of people, especially in this day and age right now, that's on the brink of that. Right. And so I don't want to say that, but... Yes. No, 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 I'm just saying, that's why I'm asking your opinion on that because you you said our perception of belief yeah. on certain things. Crazy this whole shit. So We Are God, this album, is my gift to the world. It's every experience I've lived in and it's every philosophy, every book I've ever read from the uh, the power of intention to outwitting the devil to all in Napoleon Hill, Neville Goddard, all of these philosophies wrapped into a rap album. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I listen to. When I'm at home, I'm not really listening to music. I'm listening to Neville Goddard. I'm listening to all of these, these um, idealists and philosophers. Yeah, and then I thought to myself, I'm like, how can I give this information in a palatable way that niggas can listen to it, understand it, and and resonate with it. Oh, I could put in a rap record. And I'm not on no no offense, no chance the rapper love like it's like it's real shit. Mm-hmm. It's real fucking shit. Now, is there a responsibility that you feel that when you are putting this message out there, somebody that may not be on that same frequency, like you said, you, you were conscious a second ago to say, you know what, somebody that might be on the brink of this, yeah. I don't want to put that message out. Right. When it comes to putting your music out or, or, or these messages that you have, are you do you feel that responsibility to say, okay, damn, I should hold up or let me repackage this a certain way? Or I might have. Five years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, no. The world is on the brink of revolution, right? There's so many things. Climate change, global warming, fucking the whole political system, money, the current, everything is so fucked that we need this message now. Mm-hmm. So, no, I can't hold back anything now. It's full go, full speed. I don't give a fuck who's opposing it, what, sh- upper, you know, whatever. So, so what, what paused you a second ago? When you said somebody about the, the, the suicide, suicide thing yeah. is because shit. If I say it, then they might. Uh, the the thing is, is suicide. They jumped off the boats because they knew that they would be incarnated right. in something else, right? So if this is a vid- so religion has taught us, if you kill yourself, you'll go to hell, Correct. right? So that's been instilled in us from the beginning. But if you knew that you could just game over and just start again. A lot of people would just be like, "Fuck this!" Right. Yeah. So I, I don't want to put the message. I don't want to put the message out unlimited there. Unlimited continues. Yeah, unlimited continues. But there's a billion of us. This is happening. You ever watch Rick and Morty? Mm-mm. I know about it. I haven't watched it though. Okay, but this is happening ten trillion times in ten trillion different ways. We are infinite algorithm. It's it's just it's so deep, man. Nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> now the, the, the I like me some Popeye sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about right now. The album Bitches. that you got right now, you you did it in a tra- in, a, in a non traditional way, and I love the fact that that you took control, didn't put it on any streaming platforms. Can you right talk no. about the process of doing that? You know and, what? and what made you Go came ahead, to that conclusion? 
So why did I do it? Yeah, no, why, why did you do it? I want you to explain for the people that may not know, you yeah, know, yeah. that it's not on streaming services. People may search your name, but like, God damn, like, I want to hear the music. Yeah, yeah. The reason why you didn't put it on streaming services. Okay, so for a couple reasons, but the most prominent is I was in a management situation for a long time, and I made a lot of great music, but through fear, we didn't put a lot of music out because, oh, we don't have the money to market it. You ain't got the cosign. We're going to throw this music away. This, right. The millions of reasons of why we shouldn't do it. A lot of artists are in that situation where through fear, they just hold on to so much amazing shit, right? So I got out of that management situation and now I'm like, I want to drop my music. And I created an incredible team of, of free thinkers who are just as fearless as me. Mm. And for like three or four months, we were meeting like every other day and we were coming up with a plan to release this project. Three or four months go by and I'm realizing I'm falling into the same cycle of motherfucking brainstorming shit instead of just fucking Drop. releasing it. Yeah. So I told myself, I made a pact with myself. I said, April 7th, I'm releasing this album. I don't give a fuck who, if one person could listen to it, no one could listen to it. Was there a reason why the, the April 7th? It's my birthday. Gotcha. So it was a gift to myself. Okay. Right? So April 7th was three weeks away or something from the time or two weeks away from when I said it, right? So... My team was like, yo, we can't clear this. We got to clear this. We got to clear this sample. We got to do all this. We got to do all this shit, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is going to push this shit all the way back to goddamn June. Fuck that. I said I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Now, that is when I believe genius kicks in. So I think genius is bred through problem, problem solving. Problem solving. Problem solving, right? Um I had to sit down and I had to think, how can I release this without putting it on major platforms? I got a call from my guy, Adrian Miller. Any of you guys know Adrian Miller? I know him. Uh, he, he manages Mariba, he used to manage Anderson Pack. He's a great friend of mine. And he called me, he was like, Dave, this is just a jewel, but man, just go to the trunk with it. Just sell that shit. Now, I'm not about to sell shit out of a trunk, so I'm trying to think, <laughs> what, is the, what is the modern version of selling out of the trunk? Oh, I can website put it on the website i could sell it get cash at blah 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 get my shit blah 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 now i'm making a hundred percent off of my product right that's the modern version of selling out the trunk it's just going straight to to, to my platform so this was when corona start, first started right when you know it was sensationalized it was asian motherfuckers dying on train stations and shit like that so I couldn't go outside. We were on lockdown. So I was like, how am I going to create this promotional material with me by myself in my crib? I took my bed sheets off. I hung it on the wall. I got a bird scooter, taped my phone to the bird scooter. All that, I'm paranoid, anxious, the black shit. That was me in my room in front of a fucking bed sheet rapping. And I just told everyone, like, listen, I'm selling it. But I didn't even know how successful it was going to be, to be honest with you. So long story short, the day before, April 6th, I got on my knees in my bathroom at the Orsini. I was living in this one bedroom trap house. It was beautiful. My, my spot has always been beautiful, but the Orsini is ghetto as fuck. And I got on my knees and I asked God, I said, God, you know how, how long I've been doing this, man. You know, I've sacrificed love. I've sacrificed friendships. I've sacrificed time with my mom. I've been homeless. I've slept in cars. I've, I need this to work out. If there, if there is an all-encompassing energy, I need this shit to work out. So I'm going to put it out, and whatever happens, I know it's your will, but I, I, like, I need it. I don't think I've ever prayed like that. April 7th, I dropped it on Instagram. 
first shit came through Cash App. It's like twenty dollars. I'm like, niggas ain't even spending seven dollars. Twenty dollars, twenty dollars, seven dollars, seven dollars, seven dollars, hundred dollars, hundred dollars. Wow. What? Seven fifty. Duh, duh. My basketball player homie sent me a thousand dollars. Blah blah blah. I'm like, it's the first day. I'm up like seven thousand right, dollars. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, I wonder if the next day it's gonna slow up. Next day, even more money, even more fucking money. And then it just went, and I just made a lot of fucking money, man. And that put me in a position to negotiate a multi-million dollar partnership with Warner and BPG and be in a position to have ownership. Yeah. You know, a lot of artists that you see, even some of the biggest artists in the world, right, if you look behind the veil, their business is really fucked. Mm -hmm. A lot of them don't have ownership of their masters like Nipsey was preaching. A lot of them are just getting low artist royalties. Mm -hmm. And when I dropped that and shit started buzzing, labels started coming. You know, I'm not going to say no names, but a lot of big labels came. And, we, and I said, this is what I want. I was in negotiations with one major for like two, three months. And they gave me everything I wanted, right? Multi-million dollar advance. Everything I wanted, right? Ownership of masters they threw in, that was a hard thing. Uh, wow. But the one thing they didn't give me is a marketing budget. And I said, why would y'all give me millions of dollars but not commit to some marketing? Right. Well, we've never done this deal, and why would we get... I'm like, fuck that. That means you don't have to... No. And then out of nowhere, my nigga Rodney Jerkins, super producer wow. Rodney Jerkins, called me. I'll never forget. I was standing outside. He was like, yo, I'm with G. Roberson right now. Wow. And G. Roberson managed Ye, Drake, Nick, all them, whatever. And he's like, yo, I'm with Roberson. Roberson, you know, hey, you know how he be talking. He'd be like, hey, what up, man? I, I know how to do that nigga voice so good. Anyway, so he's like, yo, I just told Rodney that I need like a prolific rapper who's kind of street but got stabbed. And he told me about you. And I was like, yo, I'm about to do a deal with blah, blah, blah. He's like, have you signed something? I said, nah. He said, yo. Sign sign a paper that says you'll give me two weeks to sign you, uh, and I guarantee you I can get you a ten times better deal, right? Wow. So two weeks, he said, right? This nigga came back in three hours with a deal quadruple the size. Get the fuck out of here. Three hours. I'm talking about from like 1.5 to like 7 million difference. Let me get $20. <laughs> okay, yo, <laughs> let's cash out from $20. All right, but All right. it's for gas. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how a nigga who last year at this time was sleeping in his one-room office, 10 by 10, musty-ass couch, fucking grinding, to now, you know, God is good. You know what I mean? I just got, I'm about to get my mom a crib. I just dropped. First thing I did when I got money, I pulled out 20,000 cash, gave it to my mom. Wow. As you, you know, like, I, I, like, people don't know, like, everything I do is for the community, man. Like, for, for the world, for, like, people. Like, I don't want to be remembered as, like, the flyest nigga. I want to be remembered as, like, the nigga who gave a fuck about the world and, like, did something, had the heart to do something. Why, why is that so important for you, though? I mean, as far as getting that messaging across. I mean, like you said, you, you got the flashy, you, you want people to know certain things about you but at the end of the day you're all about the service and the giving and we'll talk about the nonprofit as well i think it was pro uh, to be honest with you i think some of the like the like this this ring right mm -hmm. i grew up watching pharrell right mm -hmm. and he had the like 11 karat yellow diamond ring and i always wanted it mm -hmm. 
I know it means nothing. Right. It's bullshit. Right. I don't give a fuck if I, you know, my girl loses my jewelry all the time. If she lost this, I wouldn't give Your a shit. Worldly sh- possession. My worldly possession. I know it doesn't mean nothing, but I still have fragmented programming where I still like to look nice mm-hmm. and still be fly as fuck. But I know it doesn't mean anything on a, on a grander level. And I match everything I buy with with what I do in the, in the community. Skid Row Fashion Week, you know, like, you know, I could get into that. But Jeez, yeah. go ahead. No, I'm gonna talk you know. About- uh, little promo right here get it skiro fashion week um is a brand that was concepted with with me and my partner rich to to do community empowerment so like you take supreme right you take a lot of these big multi million dollar brands that grows three four hundred million a year right they do no community outreach. They get money from these young kids who will stand in line for fucking four days, but they have no programs implemented to to give a direct fingerprint, right? So homelessness is something that's always been dear to my heart since I was a kid because when I was living in Torrance, Carson area, there was the 110 freeway, and there was a whole community of homeless people living under there, and I would always see them every day, and I became, like, best friends with them. Like, there was this dude named Papa... I don't know if he's if he's passed away, but he was this Haitian older guy, he was like probably like eighty years old. And he was he was a drunk, but he was the funniest nigga ever. I would I would lead a studio and I play music. He'd be like, "Yo, this you're gonna be the biggest one day." Like it was like I've always resonated with people who had nothing, you know, who've been forgotten. So I wanted to create a brand that can support those ideas, that can get people off their feet, that can give people jobs, that can create sustainable living, that can create rehabilitative programs. Like, you know, that's just something that, that's dear to my heart. So. And that's smart because, I mean, every, when you hear Skid World, you, you hear the word, you think about downtown LA, you think about, you know, yeah. the bottom of the bottom. So yeah. it's, it's, it's dope that you're saying you want to be the voice for that community. For sure, yeah. for sure. And all the Skid Rows like it. Yeah. Um, I want to jump, because I know we got to wrap up, but I want to jump into the, the video viewing and why, like, why the direction to go go with the jail thing? I saw the thing on the online where, you know, you got abused by the police, and then so your your passion is definitely in the community, right? Uh, yeah. But then what 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 prompted the pivot into getting into the social justice aspect of it? Just being black, right? Being a black man, and but I mean, has everything that transpired over this, this past year inspired? No, about? I've been, man, I've been on my activism tips since I can remember. You know, like because I know people will probably try to put that jacket on you, like, oh, you just started when everybody else with the George Floyd and yeah, on, on, those only life. those only people are like, like you can look through my history. You know what I mean? Like you can see the wheat paste campaigns I've done and and the social. I, I used to have well. I mean, it's still a philosophy now, but I had a collective called Anti-Society where I had thousands of kids all over the fucking world starting chapters in Philly and L.A. and da, 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 and just on some super conscious fuck the government. Fuck like I've, I've been on that wave, you know, but like I said, just being a black man growing up, seeing how they treat my cousins or or my friends or just how they treat niggas in general. You know, it's fucked up. So I'm really just. I don't consider myself anything. So I'm not going to say I'm an activist. I'm not going to say I'm a philanthropist. These are all big ass words to say I give a fuck. Mm. That's it. Yo, I'll tell you something real, real quick. Just six years ago, I threw a skate contest called Project Give a Fuck. Mind you, I had no money at this time. No fucking money. But I went to every single brand that I knew 
and I said, yo, I'm throwing a skate competition in the hood. I need y'all to give me some fucking product to give to these kids. I got like $20,000 worth of product, skateboards, shoes, backpacks. This contest, there was no winner. So there's no first, second, third place. Everybody wins. So I lined everybody up. It was like 100 kids. You remember this shit, right? 100, 200 kids. And we just threw out product for a good five minutes. That's dope. Niggas was leaving with fucking hundreds of dollars worth. Yeah. 424 on Fairfax donated 24 karat gold necklaces. We just throwing all types of shit out. Shit. And that's when I had no money. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I, what, what what's dope about that is that people can look at you and see an example. Like, what I do want you to talk about, though, is is how did you foster these relationships over the years? Because you, you're throwing out these names, which is, you know, it's amazing, but over time, this thing, these things happen. So it's like, you, I know you've been through a lot of shit, too. There's, we don't even have enough time to kind of get into yeah, your yeah. whole backstory. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like, you, you, you say all these things as far as the relationships that you have, um, but being homeless last year, you know what I mean? And, and talk about that struggle and that story coming I'll up. I'll tell you why I was homeless last what? year. And what were you going to say, just so I can answer both? Oh, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about the, jail, the the reason why you want to do it at the at the jail. At the jail, okay. Yeah. So I was homeless last year, not because I'm a broke-ass nigga. Mm. I was homeless because every dollar I've ever made, I invested in my ideas and my dreams. Mm. So I could have been living in a fly ass spot, right? but I'd rather take that money and shoot a film. Like last year I shot a, a movie that's gonna come out called Times I Made Girls Cry. I spent my entire savings on that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, everything I've done make from making clothes to doing this, I never had no fucking investor. So I was purposely living in this, this situation so I can create and manifest my dreams. But Fuck, there was another dimension of what you just asked me. Um What 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 else did you ask? It was fostering relationships. Fostering relationships. So when I was seven, 16, 17, I dropped out of high school, right? And the first thing I did was draw a portfolio, like a makeshift portfolio, right? My guy in the back, Rich, would tell you, because when I met him, he was at the Magic Show, or he was at one of them shows, and I walked up to his booth, and I was like, yo, you gonna let me design for you? <laughs> so I would literally, i never forget, I dropped out of school, I made a portfolio, I was fucking this Latina chick that worked in 99 Cent Store, she stole a bunch of candy out the back, gave it to me, like $500 worth of fucking sour straws, all that shit. I took the candy. I went to that food for less on Sepulveda, Vermont. I sold candy for two, three days. I got me a bus ticket to Vegas, and I went door to door to door to door to everybody. Yo, I, I'm a designer. Then I did the same thing when I got back Melrose, ran into Christian Adige. Yo, I'm a designer. No, kid. Came back the next day. Then No, kid. Next day, yo, you're going to see me for the rest of your life unless you give me an opportunity. I ended up taking that freelance gig, going next door, Teenage Millionaire. Yo, I work with uh, Christian Adige, working with Teenage Millionaire, doing a fucking three-fold collection with them. Da-da-da. Met Steve Aoki. Yo, I work with Steve, uh, Teenage Millionaire, blah, blah, blah. Da-da-da. Well, you want to work for Denmark? So now I'm designed for Denmark. Through Denmark, started working with fucking Diesel. Diesel, rock and root, uh, rock and put, blah, 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 Fucking, before you know, I've designed for maybe over 40, 50 brands, labels at this point. Until now, I'm doing my own thing because I'm tired of making other people rich. But, yeah, man, I think it was just my tenacity and willingness to go door to door to door right. I used to sneak in Diddy's parties Diddy had the all white joint <laughs> yeah. I fucking had a tuxedo in a backpack that I stole from Goodwill my nigga I hopped over two people's fences in Bel Air came through the goddamn kitchen got dressed in the kitchen walked out like a fucking <laughs> trillion dollars Diddy know me he remember these yeah. moments wait 
where was security? <laughs> yeah, where was security? And you know the craziest thing about it? I'm gonna tell you something crazy. At Diddy's white party, it's notorious. If you wear anything that ain't white, they'll kick you out, right? I got a white suit from the Goodwill, but to like bedazzle it up, I got some gold sequins on the collar with fucking gold safety pins and gold stones. So I was the only nigga in this party in all white and gold by myself, Ashton Kutcher, all these niggas looking at me. I'm just walking around with my head out like, yeah, I'm here. You know what I mean? And no one kicked me out. It was fun. Dude, I mean, I, 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 love, I love these stories because I think when people see this, when they, when they get a chance to hear your story and obviously listen to the music as well. People going to jail. It, well, <laughs> don't do what he just did. That might happen. Not do that. That might happen. No, <laughs> do anything you, it takes to get your motherfucking dreams. I man. think, and that's the overall message. I get that's it. that's no. what I fuck with. It's like at at you gonna have to deal with this nigga either way. And I think that's what people do. They're like, hey man, we gonna have to fuck with him either way. You know what either I'm saying? And and I love that overall message because it, it it true it speaks true to like you know your character and who you are as a person. I'm not gonna say no names. You from Carson? Mm -hmm. We from we from. I'm from L.A., mm. born and raised. Every single one of these L.A. artists know me, mm. either personally or know of me. I ain't on no features. I ain't got no features, no plugs, no cosigns. Being from L.A., a nigga like me right. from L.A. ain't got no motherfucking cosigns, right? I know why. I got you. I'm on that ass. I'm coming. <laughs> I am fucking coming. Like Jay-Z said, we show me what you got. Summer's too... I'm coming. Why do you think that is? Because fear. Mm. Fear. We have been programmed with this slave mentality, this crab in the buck bucket shit. If we see a nigga, we don't want to. You don't want to give me that light. If you notice, rappers will give spotlights to rappers that suck. Mm. You would rather give a spotlight to a nigga who can't rap. Because they don't want to get outshined. Because they don't want to get outshined. Mm. I got my city back with me. If you think you better than me to hop on the track with niggas don't want to do that yet, but it's going to be, I'm going to get so big that they have to do it. Has there ever been a moment where you've been on the track with somebody you feel like, yo, they got me? No. Ever? No. Okay. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. I'm not rapping. Mm. I'm not spitting punchlines. This ain't about punchlines. I can't tell you I, my bitch ass so fat that blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. da, da, da. I'm not rapping. I'm spitting facts, so this nigga might out metaphor me, but the shit I'm spitting is gonna change your fucking life. You feel me? No, I get it. You can't compare the two. Like, yeah, you might out metaphor me, but when that, that you're right. But also, we're we're in the time now, just with 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 entertainment. Yeah, it's the way the audience perceives you as well. Right, right, right. They might want to hear my bitch so fat, you know, her ass so fat, blah 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 blah. So they might like. That side, they might like the. Well, I got, I got, I, I'm, I'm that, I'm a multi-dimensional man. Got you. I love fat asses. Mm -hmm. I do. <laughs> I love, I love chunky women. I love skinny women. I like big titties. I, like, I love, I smoke weed. All my friends, my, you know, do scumbag shit all the time. I am a multi-dimensional nigga. Robbing the EDD and all that types of weird shit. NDA. Damn. But I also. Be on my prolific shit. I think it's the best of both right, worlds. Right. Like, I'm not no preacher. I'm not about to get on, change your life, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, not, <laughs> you got to do it. I'm just, I'm just saying. Now, when you, when you get the comparisons, obviously people going to look at this or they've, they've seen it. They, they'll give you the comparisons, like you said, to the yays or whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. Is that something that's offensive to you or is, or is it like, oh, no, that's cool. Like, I, I see that, but I know, I, I know who I am true to myself. It is a human default mm -hmm. to compare anything. You see someone's clothing on, oh, that 
kind of reminds me of blah blah blah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, this you sound like uh, it's just a default until you create your own lane and then people are comparing people to you. Gotcha. So right now, Kanye is kind of the only eclecticized spiritual kind of being who da, 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 and it makes sense but i'm pretty sure two years from now they won't be saying that they'll just be like that's david sebastian and your confidence and my confidence your confidence to me is 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 the same is a similar energy um but yet real quick talk about the the the, the re- police police or, yeah the police thing so my first release is a song called revolutionary and we were talking with Warner and them, and it was like, yo, where do you want to premiere this shit at? And, you know, most niggas do premieres at, like, clubs mm-hmm. or warehouses. I said, yo, let's premiere this shit on the L.A. County Jail because my uncle's locked up right now. He can't make wow. it, so I want him to see it from his cell. But that's not that's not true. So the reason why I wanted to do it... Actually, Stevie is locked up, but he's not locked up in the L.A. County. But anyway, the point is, is how many revolutionaries... How many black men are wrongfully behind bars for weed charges and weed is legal or for, you know, speaking up again? Like, I I wanted to do something that like I love doing shit that's never been fucking done. Mm -hmm. You know, like just making that 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 stamp like, fuck you, cops. I'm going to project police brutality. Y'all beating the shit out of our people on the building. And what you going to do about it? You get you ain't going to do a motherfucking thing. So. I'm kind of like the Joker in that sense. You know, like when you look at the Batman, right? You could look at Batman and look at Batman as the good guy, or you could look at Joker as the good guy. It's all perspective because Joker was burning money trying to liberate society to show people that they didn't need material fucking goods and shit. Doesn't sound that bad to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not saying Joker is a good guy, but you get you get the the mantra of it all. You know, technically what I'm doing tomorrow is illegal. Technically it shouldn't be done from a societal standpoint, but I think it's great for collective consciousness. And what I'm doing isn't even for right now. I'm living in the future. I'm in 2060. I'm designing cities that are eco-friendly, self-sustainable and biodegradable. And biodegradable. And biodegradable. So what what do you want to feel like? Let's I'm gonna stick with just this year. Blah, 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 blah. Just this year, right? We we always ask, you know, blah, 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 the year blah. can't end without David Sebastian doing what? The year can't end without David Sebastian. Hmm. Let me go through my archives because the year's already over. It already happened. What did I do? I don't want to take this. Oh, shit. I did that. That's crazy. So I'm going to do a lot. I did a live show New Year's 2021 Mm -hmm. on top of the Hollywood sign. And I had a helicopter drop me off on a D with a bunch of people on the thing. And I set off a bunch of fireworks. I ended up going to jail and paying a fee. It was, I think, $10,000. And I got a bunch of community service. But it was really dope. So that's what I did. This is okay. <laughs> so really y'all ain't dope. seen it yet. It's gonna happen. Going into twenty twenty two. It already right? happened. Yeah, yeah. All right. I fuck with that. I mean, some some people look at it as as and, and label crazy. I wait, see somebody that's yeah. Wait, wait. You yeah. You just catching up. I you ain't there it. yet. I just caught it. I, you ain't there yet. This is no. Technically, he is there yet. He just got there. You're there. I just arrived. I'm tardy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, is there is there anything that you you want the people to know that that I mean, there's a lot of things we can obviously discuss, but yeah. you know, it's I don't think interviews like this can really be 
I don't I don't see it being short. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to make sure that you mention and maybe we could say for the next time we talk? We we, we we'll definitely be a next time. Um, I appreciate the conversation. Yeah. This is half of the reason why I even do music is for interviews because you know. I'm, like I said, I'm not rapping for like the accolades or to get girls or to, to headline clubs. I'm rapping to give information. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate this. Um, if I could say anything, it would just be that we are living in dark times, but they don't have to be dark for you. Um, the world could be crumbling, but if you find inner peace, you can create peace outside of you. Google uh, the burning monk uh, in the 70s. Monks were setting themselves on fire mm -hmm. in protest of the war. And he didn't scream, he didn't yell to be on fire, but to be one with yourself, right? So, you know, your baby daddy could be hidden on you. You could have just lost your job. You could have, there's so many probabilities of fucked up things that could be happening in your life. But center yourself and realize that you are the master and the God of your universe, your universe, and and take control of it and don't let anything affect you. So I agree. I love that, man. Yeah. That being said, David Sebastian, we are God and, and everything else that's happening in 2027 and beyond, man. 2027 you know and I'm beyond. Saying? You ain't there yet. We are. All right. It's Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, Real 92.3. We'll catch y'all next time. Are we already, already there? Are we there yet? I think we are. <laughs> think about it. Message. Oh.